Hello and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Cusack, and today I have a very special guest. She is a super talented singer-songwriter who's taking the country music scene by storm with over a million streams. She is Arkansas-bred and Nashville-based singer-songwriter Alexis Wilkins. And I just want to thank Alexis ahead of time for joining me today. And I am thrilled to learn about her career and her music. And I'm pleased to welcome to the show, Alexis Wilkins. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So your latest single, Stand, is doing really well. And can you tell us more about how the song got started and what was her inspiration behind it? Yeah, so we recorded Stand um, with the songs that are, it's it's part of a batch that's actually going to come out at the top of this year. So really excited about that. We recorded Stand because I was like, you know, I really want to put out a song for Veterans Day. And I, um, I so believe in the message and it's such a big part of what I do that it just felt right to have it um, come out first and kind of be the the intro to this section of music for me. Um, and it's a chapter I'm excited about anyway. And so it just felt right to have a veterans oriented, military oriented America song come out first. Um, and ultimately, you know, I, I didn't really know exactly, I didn't have an idea of what would happen with it, but um, we ended up getting support from True Social and Rumble um, and Devin Nunez and Cash Patel and everyone uh, over in that group was really supportive of it. Um, and uh, and helped us launch it uh, we did an exclusive of the video with them and um and then you know we had the song streaming and it ended up debuting on the top 10 in itunes which is crazy to me um especially when you put out a song just because you know it feels right to your heart and then it and then it comes out and people it resonates with people and and they you know it means something to them it's just uh it's a really great feeling so this one surprised us um and it's it's been a great experience it is a very amazing song by the way thank you you're welcome you mentioned veterans and you've worked with various veteran organizations such Mm -hmm. as warrior rounds um tell us more about that um so working with veterans is a huge part of what i do um you know, stand or not, I've always, that's always been a huge drive for uh, making music and having a platform to be able to advocate for um, veterans causes and and veterans organizations that I believe in. And Warrior Rounds is um, a huge part of that. I've worked with the VA directly. I've worked with um, musicians on call and sang at the VA. I've worked with Operation Stand Down. I've worked with a lot of different veterans organizations. but Warrior Rounds is very close to my heart. Uh, I work with them a lot. It was started by my friend JT Cooper. And JT is a, um, he is a veteran from what we know as Black Hawk Down. So he was over in Somalia for that. Um, and when he came back, he found a lot of solace in music and in writing, and it really helped him. And so now that he's farther down the line with that, he wanted to um, bring that healing process and make it accessible for other veterans. And um, so he started Warrior Rounds. And so Warrior Rounds, we songwriters are paired with a veteran. We go on these like day retreats and we write the song. We make a quick video on it. They film us talking about it. 
and then we do a writer's round where we, you know, you put the writers up on stage and we sing our songs about the veterans and they play the video in the background. And so the idea is that um, these writers rounds serve as fundraisers to keep the whole thing going. So it's really all 100% for the veterans. You know, there's no overhead. It's just the most incredible uh, setup I've ever seen because it truly is just all to help, all to help veterans. And we've seen some incredible things come from it. You know, one of the guys, um, through the awareness of his song and the video of his song was nominated for, I think, Tennessee Marine of the Year and then National Marine of the Year after that. And um, he ended up winning National Marine of the Year and you get a house built for you based on the specifications of, you know, his his uh, disability and and it just it changed his life you know, and his family's life. And so it's really incredible to see the things that are just organically coming from Warrior Rounds. And so obviously can't say enough good things about it, but yeah, um, love Warrior Rounds, love JT Cooper. And um, we we were really excited to put out Stan to, to direct awareness to that. That's amazing. Also, you know, giving back, it makes you feel good too. Yeah, it's, I, I just, I, you know, so much of this stuff and in the music industry and, um, you know, music in general, especially with the addition of social media, you know, so much of it isn't tangible. It's great. It's awesome. Like, I love when people like my music it, it and it affects them and it touches their heart. Like, that means the world to me. But so much of the fluff around it isn't, you know, it's not, it's not as tangible as helping veterans or as raising awareness for something that you believe in. And so getting to really marry those two worlds and, um, you know, I, I can't say that I would be uh where i am without the drive of being able to help people um because that that's really you know that's what you wake up and keeps you going in the morning um it's not an easy industry but if you have a drive behind it uh like helping other people like helping veterans like um you know something like that a reason you're doing it it uh it makes it all and it makes it all worthwhile very great. And let's talk about your lifestyle brand, American Westward. Yeah, American Westward um, really just came from I love concert merch and I think it's fun to have. But sometimes you want to have concert merch that like reminds you of the time that doesn't have the exact like artist on it or whatever. Like I just wanted to have kind of an option and 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 you know, we have the cowboy print and we had the hat print and it just really was representative of um, what I love and what I love to wear and kind of had that that Western cowboy feel. And so I was like, well, why not just make this a thing? And so American Westward was born. We've done some pop ups and we do a lot of online and uh, it's it's really fun. It's really fun. Nice. And yeah, I looked at your American Westward site and really amazing work. Thank you. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Some of the shirts are really cool. Thank you. What are the special challenges and pleasures of working with particular musicians? Um, musicians are awesome to work with. I love, I cut um, this whole new sides of music. I cut all of them with a live band. Um, and it was so much fun. There are between uh, recording and then even just performing live, the musicians are such a huge joy to work with, um, especially because 
we don't do anything to track. So all of the music translates live. And so we get the fiddle up there, you know, it sounds exactly how we recorded it. And um, it's just really cool. It makes me feel like, you know, when I first moved to Nashville or started coming to Nashville 10 years ago, I mean, gosh, it it really makes me feel like I'm living in that time because Nashville has changed so much, but you can still hold on to the, you know, how quality the musicians here are. And you've shared stages with a lot of big country acts, such as Jill Nichols. What was that experience like opening for Jill Nichols? Oh, it was so fun. It was 4th of July. It was just a great show anyway. Um, and we were down in Texas and it was just, it was so much fun. He's great. He's really nice. Um, just great, great experience. And you learn so much from the people that you open for too, because part of the, part of the deal is you open, then you get to watch their show. And so you see how they run their band and you see how they, you know, um, they do things and, and it's just cool to get to, to get to learn from people that I've always looked up to. So that's, it's really fun. You've lived in Switzerland and England. What was that experience like for you? It was great. Um, I was pretty young, but because I moved there so young, I, we, we started in England and then my family moved to Switzerland and then we came back to Arkansas. So kind of a big uh, mix up of things and I loved every place I've lived so much um, but it, it was it was really fun it was really fun to to have that experience and then come back and and be in such a welcoming and homey place uh, like Fayetteville Arkansas and that's still one of my favorite places I've lived so it was great I loved Europe but um it was fun getting to experience all of it nice and as a musician what is your definition of success um that's such a great question i for me success is um doing what you love while getting to help people in any cause that you believe in you know it doesn't have to be veterans it doesn't have to be you know anything specific but getting to do something that makes you truly happy and brings you joy while contributing good to other people in in any sense that's that's success what have been the greatest challenges of your career that's a great question too. I, you know, it's hard because there's, there's so much joy in it when you finally, when you get on stage and you get to do your job, you know, it's, there's so many steps to just get on stage. Um, and I say that lovingly, you know, it's a good, it's a good thing, but it, there is so much involved with just getting to a point where you can get on a stage with a full band and do your show. Um, and I don't think people, get how many steps there are in between because you know you go and you go on a show and you go okay does the budget can I do a full band can I do you know you have to figure out so much to just get to do the thing that you love the most and I think that can be challenging um I think that's a common thing too is you know we all just want to share our music we want want to be on stage and get with the people who listen to it and sometimes that's a hurdle in and of itself and I think just you know people people either do this industry for really, really, really good reasons um, because they love it, because it makes them happy, because they want to help other people. Um, or people do this industry for really, um, you know, not those reasons. And so I think, you know, when you find your people and you stick with them and you're loyal and you're honest, um, you don't have quite as hard of a time once you find your people like that. Uh, but I think, I think one of the challenges is, um, settling into finding those people 
and then getting to work with them and eventually getting to get on stage and, and, and make sure everyone, you know, gets to keep working. <laughs> so I'd say that's probably it. Right on. And yeah, because those people are your tribe. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it really is about that. You know, you, you, you go through life and you look for people that you have things in common with anyway, you know, the value systems and morals. Um, and I just find that, you know, this industry, it, it, it is definitely about sussing out, um, who you, who you have those things in common with and who you want to, who you want to tribe with. Definitely. And it's not really about like, um, who, you know, but who knows you too. That is true. You know, it's it's funny that that is a common phrase that they're like, oh, it's about who you know. And and while I've seen, you know, a lot of examples of that, it is about, you know, uh, who knows that you are a solid person that will show up, that will be there for them too. you know, you find the good people and they are looking at your character, too. So that's so true. Yeah. And it's half the battle of, is just showing up. Yep. Who are some of your musical influences? It kind of depends because there's like musical influences of live shows that I just idolize. Like I've seen Garth Brooks a couple of times live and it will never get old. His show is the most incredible show I've like ever seen. I love I love Garth's show. It's so good. Um, I have taken people who don't really know his music that well and they've gone to their shows and then they're like, okay, that was the best concert I've ever seen. I've taken, you know, diehard fans to his shows and they obviously love it. You know, everyone loves a Garth Brooks concert. So for live, that is a huge influence to me because um, he makes everyone feel like his friend. I mean, whether you're in the front row or in the back, you know, you feel like you got to hang out with Garth that day. And um, that's a huge thing. You know, you go to a concert, you want to feel like that. And so I want to make everyone feel that way at my concerts. And so that's a huge influence for me. And then, I mean, I grew up on on um, whatever my parents were listening to, which often was Garth Brooks, but also, you know, just old country, classic stuff. Um, my mom uh, has always loved country music. And so I, I always joke and say that I grew up on whatever she was listening to and so uh i think i'm heavily influenced by especially in the new stuff you can hear it more in the new music that's not out yet but um it's definitely more along the lines of what i've always wanted to make and so i'm really excited about it coming out because it has more of those nods it has steel it has you know fiddle solos it has uh double length fiddle and steel solos and so you're going to get a lot more of those um old classic country influences speaking of country music and yeah. growing up on country music what is your all-time favorite go-to country song that gets you pumped up it kind of depends on what i'm doing because you know you kind of have that that go-to for each thing but i think like generic feel good like listen to put it on when you're you know you need to get in a in a good spot i'd say like great great day to be alive by travis tritt classic you slap that one on you can't be mad like there's there's nothing to be mad at when that song's on i agree now you're working on a new project uh tell us more about that I'm working on, um, yeah, this new EP and I'm really excited. We're going to announce some stuff with it soon, um, including, you know, the single and 
um, when the full EP is going to come out. And so I'm really looking forward to it. We have, I think we're going to do six or seven songs. So it's going to be EP plus, I guess. It's a little bit longer than a regular EP, but we have too much music and we got to get it out. And um, and I'm I'm really excited about it. Like I said, it's, it's more... Um, contemporary classic country it it really it sounds like everything i've ever hoped an ep from me would sound like and so i'm i'm really pumped we did it out at um cactus mosher in winona's ranch and um just so fun we had some people that like i listened i've listened like grown up and existed listening to their musical licks on things and so we had janae fleener on fiddle we had um uh you know, just these incredible musicians uh, involved in it. And then Mitch Furr produced it. And so I'm just really excited for everyone to hear it. It's um, it's going to be fun. And what are your goals for 2023 now that we're in the new year? Right. Oh, it's crazy that that's the year. Oh, my gosh. What happened? Um, 2023, we're definitely going to be on the road more. We are definitely going to be obviously releasing music. Um and just to, you know, I think this is a year to really go, you know, this is what I sound like. This is what I stand for. Um, and I hope you come to the show, you know, kind of kind of just have have a have a reintro and um, and get to meet as many people who like the music or like stand or, you know, any anything along those lines as possible. So get get more music out there and get to do more shows besides being a singer songwriter you are also an actress i was i was i have not um acted in a long time but i i used to be yeah yeah and i uh remember the episode of dog with a blog that you were on oh my gosh really that's yeah <laughs> i know it's uh it seems like just lifetimes ago um but but it's funny i forget about it but yes yes i was i was acting for a while yeah, and you also did a couple movies too. I did. I did. What was the acting experience like? It was interesting. You know, I I was in LA for a brief brief period of time um because we had lived there, you know, anyway, and I was coming back and forth to Nashville and writing and just wanting to be in Nashville full time and and working on music and so ultimately acting for me was a way to um just have good at bats with media and like media um you know memorizing things just a lot of the pillars of acting are really helpful with um everything else that we do in the industry and so it was just kind of fun and i was a lot younger and it was it was fun to to try it for a little bit and it taught me good memorization and you know you got to go through all of the process of auditioning and and hearing no and and getting good at hearing no and um yeah it was good it was it was interesting i don't know that it's something that i would uh recommend for everyone you have to have really thick skin um but it was a good experience for me because it gave me thick skin so great and what is your favorite food mm. I love my mom's chicken and dumplings. That's probably like one of my favorites. I love, um, I love fajitas. I'm just gonna start listing food. I love food. Um, <laughs> all Mexican food gets a pass. I love it. Um, I think those are like kind of my top top. Fa I like steak. I love a good, 
I love a good steak. Everyone judges me because I, I used to like it well done, but I can kind of do medium plus now. So I'm proud of myself. Nice. For me, Mexican food all the way. Yeah. And I like a good steak too. Nice. Yeah. You just can't lose with Mexican food. Like everyone likes something. Definitely. What messages do you hope listeners can get out of your music? Um, I hope that they, you know, we have different themes, especially on this new um, EP. It, it kind of does a wide range from, you know, just good values and things like, you know, we're coming out with a song called Grit, you know, just having good values and having grit, you know, you'll hear that song and it'll kind of make sense. You know, it goes along with stand. It goes along with um, just kind of the things that I talk about. And and then we have some love songs and I hope that people connect with those and, and think about those in their everyday life. And, and it's just, it's a wide array of topics that I hope people find, um, you know, there's something for everyone. I hope people find themselves in this music and I hope that they, you know, want to throw it on when they're driving as much as they want to throw it on when they're, you know, having a bad day or having a really good day. You know, you just kind of, you hope that people, I think when you put these things out, you hope that people incorporate you into their everyday lives. Um, because these are, these are songs that the messages I believe in. So I just hope that they, I hope that they get good old fashioned country music out of it and want to throw it on, you know, at any point in time. Great. And how can more listeners find out about your music? Um, I keep um, Instagram and True Social equally updated. So if you follow me on either one of those things, you're going to have the um, most updated version of whatever I'm doing. Uh, from pictures to tour dates, you know, we're on bands in town, you can subscribe to that. And then you'll get a notification if we're in your area. So you can come on out and we can say, hey, uh, just kind of staying, staying relevant on, on the social media stuff. You know, it's hard because social media is such a funny thing, but it does help people stay connected. And so I keep them updated. So just, you can find me on any one of those. And if you go to alexiswilkins.com, you'll get, um, a wider array of where I'm, I'm on socials. Right on. And is there anything you want to ask me? Oh, um, what is your favorite part about interviewing people? That is a very great question, by the way. And my favorite thing about interviewing people is getting to know about their um, journey through life and like especially with musicians through their music. That's awesome. That's really cool. And I always say that some of the best singers and artists or people that you know don't even do it professionally or did it professionally and don't anymore you know like i said this industry is crazy and so sometimes you'll you know you're so right the best people are sometimes the the hidden talents so that's really cool that you interview people and give them a chance to tell their story and thank you for having me it's been so fun to chat with you you're welcome and yeah on uh, new year's eve I actually had on chapel heart Oh, from cool. AGT yeah yeah that's awesome yeah so I ended the year on a high note yeah I see what you did there mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah you're actually the first guest of the new year on hitting the high note I am honored you know there's so many great music artists out there the cool thing about hitting the high note is I have on artists from all over the world and mm -hmm. all genres of music that's really cool. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of country artists that are hitting me up, so that's really good. 
That's awesome. That's really cool. Country is a fun genre. I am grateful to be a part of the community. It's 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 really fun. Anything else you want to ask me? Um. Well, I know your favorite food is Mexican food as well. <laughs> so yeah. So there we go. Also, uh, love a good burger too. Every once in a while. Yes, that is a great. That's it's staple. See, that's why this is why I can't just pick one favorite food. I think you say that, and I'm like, oh, man, there's there's a burger that's really great. Um, I don't know. I think that I think that my my interview question was the was what I was really curious about because it's so cool that you get to talk to so many people and hear so many perspectives. You know, I do interviews and I talk about what I'm doing with music, and so I I sometimes wish I was sitting on the other side of the chair where you are, where you get to ask people you know, what, what makes them tick. And, and it's just really cool that, um, that you get to do that and that you get to hear so many perspectives. Yeah. And you brought up about, you know, uh, preparing for a show and all that. A lot of people don't understand what all goes into a show. I mean, there's a lot of time. That's true. No, that makes sense. I don't think, I think you're right. I think people forget about that, but it, it's, that makes total sense. Yeah especially like um like with sports like a sports production live you know sports production of game there is a lot that goes into that and i used to work in sports production so yeah so like a football game the crew gets there about seven hours before kickoff Mm -hmm. to get everything set up and all that and yeah they're long days yeah oh yeah i think people you know if they saw the size of the crews that are working on the things that you know we just kind of passively watch they would have a whole new appreciation for you know sunday football they'd be like oh my gosh there's there's so many people involved in creating this thing that we're you know sitting around and watching i I think it's it's important that people understand that definitely and who do you think has a good chance of going to the Super Bowl man I don't you know I used to follow the NFL so closely um and in in recent years I have I have been such a college football fan that I just watch what the Razorbacks do I am a hog through and through and so I I I I watch the the Razorbacks more than I do anything else. But um, I'm not sure this year. I couldn't I couldn't pick a front runner. Honestly, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, same here. Um, it's tough because there's a lot of teams that are in the playoffs, and it's just hard to pick. I know, and there's been a lot of movement um, with players this year as well. That it's hard to you know, and so late in the season, and people are getting, you know. I know there's stuff going on with the Lions and like so many people are getting um, changed out, you know, this late in the season. And it's kind of crazy to me that they're rearranging this stuff at such a crucial time, which I get it. But it's hard to it's hard to kind of get a grip on what's actually going to pan out with this much movement within the the league, too. Yeah, I had no idea that you like football. <laughs> I love football. I love sports. I'm a big hockey girl. That's the thing nice. too, is like I used to. I mean, I love I love football, but I used to follow it more closely. And I think hockey's become more of the one that I I follow um, closely now. You're living in Nashville, and there's big hockey team there, the Nashville Predators. Yep, 
Yep, I am a Predators fan. Nice. And it's not a hockey game unless there's a big fight. No, true. That's what's fun about hockey too. It's much more, it's much more zesty when they get on the ice. It's really cool. Our games are really fun too. I think last year Nashville was voted like the number one fan experience in the, in all sports, like not just hockey, but in, in all sports by ESPN or one of them. And it's really true. Like we have very fun games. We have things we do. We have like chants we do. You know, it's hockey, so we're yelling at people. It's great. Nice. And um, yeah, there's a minor league baseball team in Nashville too, the Nashville Sounds. Yep, we have the sounds. Yeah. And there's talks that Nashville might begin an expansion team I heard for the that. MLB. Yeah, I heard that. And I know they've been, it's funny because they've been talking about um, basketball here for so long. Um, I know they originally, I think they originally built Bridgestone so that it could house, you know, hockey and basketball. So I don't know. I think we might get, um, I, I feel better about getting a major league team than I do a basketball team right now, just with how like odds of it happening. But I think both might be in the future. So we could be a full fledged, fully stocked team town here soon. That's great. And yeah, the Nashville airport's really cool to check out too. It is. Yeah, they've, they've added so much to it. I don't even recognize it anymore. I remember when, you know, you used to drive up to pick up like two arrivals to pick someone up and they had, you know, now you drive up like a regular airport and they yell at you if you're there too long. And, you know, all that airport jazz. But it used to be that they had diagonal parking spaces on the left side of the arrivals because it was such a sleepy airport. So you'd pull up and there was a timer on top of the garage in your parking spot and you had a 15 minute timer and if you sat there you had to have your trunk open and like ready to intercept your person that was landing but you had 15 minutes to just sit there so you could get to the airport and you didn't have to go to the call waiting lot you could you could just sit there in the parking lot so i remember when that was a thing which that is crazy now but it used to be a thing and uh the neat thing about the national airport is they have live music in there too they do at so many different restaurants. Like it's not just one place, it's several different bars that you can go and listen to music. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that when I uh, had a couple layovers in Nashville, I was like, wow, live music in an airport? That's awesome. Yep, and what's funniest about it too, it's cool, it's not funny, but it, it is, you know, it's kind of funny. You walk, I've had some 5 a.m. flights and you go there for your 5 a.m. flight and you get there and you sit at your gate or whatever and you're next next to Tootsie's and some some guy comes in there and starts singing at 6 a.m. And you're like, it is six in the morning and they have live music here. But that's just I guess that's just Nashville. What's your favorite thing about Nashville and also about Arkansas? My favorite thing about Nashville is um, just the sheer amount of things there are to do. Um, I live pretty close to town. Um, sometimes I wish I lived farther out because I, I love being out a little bit further. I'm not like a, a super busybody person. So I like just, you know, hang in and being a little out farther, but it is fun being close to everything. I mean, we can be at a hockey game in five minutes. Like it's, it's really cool. Um, the amount of things you can do and just, you, you know, even living here, you drive down Broadway and you go, people like, pay big money to come here and drive down Broadway and visit. And, you know, we just live here. And so that's kind of a cool thing. And it reminds me to 
um, really get out into the city and uh, exercise the fact that I live here and, you know, we can Uber downtown in, in five minutes. And so that's pretty cool um, to, to, to have seen it grow and to live here during this time of the big Nashville boom. Um, and then Arkansas, I love, um, I love the hogs, Woo Pig Suey. I love Fayetteville. Um, I did not go to the college there. I went to Belmont, um, here in Nashville, but I feel like I went to U of A. Like I, I love, I love it there. Um, I still get to go back every once in a while. I still have friends there. Um, and just, it was a place that, you know, like I said, I moved there right after Europe. And so, you know, little me who moved back from Europe and didn't know anyone. And it was a new place for me and I've moved a lot anyway. So I'm used to being the new kid. Um, but Arkansas was just such a warm and receptive place to, to come after, um, bopping around a bit and moving a bunch. And so, um, it feels, it truly feels like home to me. Um, and it's, it's, it is home. Like when people ask me where I'm from, I usually just say Fayetteville because that's, that's been the bulk of it. So I love, I love Arkansas. Love Arkansas. And, um, for people who have never been to Arkansas, what is like a go-to spot? If you're going to Fayetteville in Northwest Arkansas, um, I would say that Dixon Street's really fun. That's kind of our like going out street. That's our Broadway, if you will. Um, and so there's some fun, you know, they, they have a tin roof there now actually. And so I think we're working out me playing that soon. So keep a lookout for that. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd visit Dixon Street and check out the nightlife there. Um, there's a great restaurant called Amelia's. They make Mediterranean food and they're owned by my friends, George and Sarah. And they're so good. So if you're anywhere near Fayetteville, make sure to go to Amelia's. Um, I don't know. There's there's so much there because Walmart's there. And so, you know, we have the Walton Arts Center. We have the Walmart Museum. We have like downtown Bentonville. We have, there's so much there now. Um, just surely because of the, the business that's there. And so Fayetteville is such a Mecca of things to do, but you can also like be with cows within 10 minutes of driving. And that's like my favorite thing. So it's cool. It's a cool little spot. It's a great place to live. If you have a family, it's just, I can't say enough, um, good things about, about Fayetteville and, and Arkansas as a whole. And you'll have, you know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders as, as governor now. So just that much better. What's your favorite thing about Nashville, Tennessee and about Tennessee in general? Um, I love the, you know, there's a lot I love about Tennessee. Um, I think one of my favorite things is just the, uh, the hills and the fact that there's so much difference in in kind of what what Tennessee looks like as you go through the state, you know, Memphis is completely different than here is completely different than Gatlinburg. I spent a lot of time in Gatlinburg and I love the mountains and, you know, I like the beach, but I love the mountains. And so getting to have that kind of close um, is really cool as well. And so I'd say probably just the amount of different experiences you can have in in one state. Um, I, I really I, I really like Tennessee for that. Going back to hockey. Were you a fan of the Mighty Duck movies? Admittedly, I have not seen them. Oh, you need to. I know. I know. I was just talking to a friend about um, this, about another hockey movie. I cannot remember the name of right now, but I am, I am lacking on having watched hockey movies. So I need to, uh, I need to brush up. 
Yeah. Uh, Slapshot, was that it? Um, it was Miracle. Oh, yeah. Miracle is a great movie. Yeah, I, I have realized that I have missed the boat on watching good hockey films. So I need to get on it. Yeah, there's a lot of good hockey films out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Another one that's really good is Goon with Sean William Scott. Okay, I haven't, I haven't seen that either. I'm going to add it to the list, though. Okay. Yeah, there's Goon and Goon 2. Um, Okay. yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely watch the Mighty Duck films. So good. And there's also a uh, series on Disney Plus that um, is like a adaptation from like the film. Oh, really? Mm hmm. That's really cool. I'll have to check that out, too. Yeah, Mighty Ducks uh, Game Changers. Okay, cool. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard good things about it. Very cool. Yeah, I don't have I don't have Disney Plus. I'll have to figure out how to watch it. Okay. Favorite TV show? The Newsroom. Um, nice. on H was it on HBO or was it on Showtime? I don't remember, but it's on one of those, and I it's my favorite show of all time. Right on, and uh, yeah, that's a great show too. So good, just short and sweet, two and a half seasons. Anything else you want to add? Um, I guess just you know, watch socials for the new music and come see us and hang out if you're, you know, if you're listening and you see a show by you, come come say hey. Um. Yeah, just keep keep an eye out for this new music. It's way different than what I have out, and and I'm really excited about it. And definitely looking forward to hearing your new music when it comes out. Thank And you. you're welcome. Thank you so much, Alexis, for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been so fun chatting with you. Been a pleasure and best of success on your new music and on your tours. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You're very welcome. Hey, y'all, this is Alexis Wilkins, and you're listening to Hitting the High Note. Hey, the first song I'm going to play for you from Alexis Wilkins is Stand.
play for you from Alexis Wilkins is That Girl. It was just a few drinks A few things we shouldn't have said And lost our heads And here I am All over again it's been a few weeks A few texts I didn't read Or calls I didn't see And maybe you're missing me And wondering how I've been If you're wondering how I've been I wanna come back home Make things right Let your words slide on by Jump in my car Pull back in that drive Trading my dreams And searching for purpose And putting the work in But it wasn't worth it And one thing's for certain
listening to Hitting the High Note and hope you all have a lovely day and stay blessed.